0: Welcome back for another episode of the stylings of Joe and Joey. What's going on? Still a crazy bit. I was listening back to last week's episode. Such a crazy bit to put an eight-second spoken track on the end of an album. Oh, the uh, Michael Bublé. It made yeah. me. It made me laugh audibly again listening back to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well,
1: like I said to you, it's just the fact that he made it a separate track instead of like just putting it at the end of the just tossing on the last track. song. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Even that, I don't know, but. I don't think I've ever heard any other artists do that.
1: I mean, maybe in like rap when they do like an out, like if they do like a skit or two and then they do like spoken word is like the intro and outro. Like I might have heard that before, but it's it's certainly it goes along with the theme of the album as opposed to like, thanks for listening to my album.
0: <laughs> Even that, like usually a rap outro is either comedic or somewhat relevant to the, you know, the story they've been telling.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I can think of like logic the incredible true story where he's de- like each interlude or whatever is the two people traveling like through space and time. And yeah, yeah. like, he kind of wraps it up, but it's, it's again, it's not like, thanks for listening to my rap album.
0: Yeah. yeah right. A hundred percent. Sorry. I'm getting messages now.
1: Um, <laughs> You're good. We're crazy. just
0: talking about beforehand. This is uh, that last time, time of the year. That last week of work before vacation. If you get it, whenever, whatever days you take off during the Christmas holidays, that last week is – it's a grind. It's the longest week of the year. It's uh, – not to get sidetracked, but it's such
1: BS, too, because it's like, oh, yeah, like, we're going to take a l- couple days off and enjoy the holidays, but it's like – and
0: then everyone's pressing you to meet your end-of-the-year goals. and Yeah, it's like you knew you knew we had vacation coming up. Yeah. If you needed something, you should have hit me up last week. Anyways, shit happens. Um, All righty. Uh, one thing before we get into it today – so we're doing our first recap episode today. Uh, we're going to give our individual lists about songs, artists, albums. Um, one thing, just kind of music related. I told you yesterday, I've been kind of getting into a jazz mood lately. It's something that happens usually in the winter time. I'll pop in Dean Martin Christmas, and then all of a sudden I'm kind of filtering through a bunch of different jazz artists. The two Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett albums I've listened to rock. I, I told you yesterday too, but shocked how good it is. and like... Gaga's got such a good voice, that doesn't necessarily shock me. I just, for some reason, thought they'd be low quality, you know? Not not at all the case. The second album isn't quite as good as the first album. The first album is all original tracks. It's it's fun. It's lively. Um, the second one is all covers uh, from I forget who. Um, and it's not as good, but it's still pretty good. And Tony Bennett's fucking 95 year old years old when they made the second one.
1: Wow, 95? 95. 95. Wow. That's I- insane so i haven't listened to either of those yeah we should definitely do a couple jazz artists when it's still cold here yeah like january february um i was listening to i'd sent you uh mac Miller's pseudonym larry loverstein it's like a five or six song ep but it's all jazz and that kind of got me i I was thinking to myself literally like last week i was like oh man we should do like a jazz artist too because i have no jazz background you could you could rip off like the top jazz artists. I probably never heard them.
0: I mean, I could name you a few that I listen to. You know, Dean Martin. You know, Louis Armstrong. I only know Dean Martin from the Christmas stuff. You know Sinatra. You know, BB uh, King. I don't know BB King. I mean, there's a few others, but yeah, that that would be definitely interesting. It's it's kind of the same thing as a little bit like. We've talked about how hard it would be to do an EDM episode, and I think jazz could be similar in a sense that, like, the instrumentals sometimes get long sections, and it's hard to qualify that, you know? Um, But certainly interested in it, yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: It's funny how the list just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Oh, I mean, that's what we're going to do, man. I was looking at the list again today, our original list, and I've added on to it a little bit previously, uh, but our original list has, like, 120 artists on it. And I was thinking about it because I was like, "All right, what like what are all the little subgenres here that we haven't even like dug into and added on in right like, it, we could easily have two hundred some, three hundred some artists on this list." And
1: and in the last month, I like, there's been five different times where I was listening to a random artist on Spotify, and I was like, "Wow, like I'd like to." I only have like this song or two saved. I'd like to do this. Person I do on it the all pod. the time,
0: dude. I was thinking about All American Rejects the other day.
1: Oh, they're they're coming out with a new album. Uh, I think next year. Or so. We'll do them when they come out with that.
0: Yeah, sit on that. You yeah, know? but like that happens almost every week to me, where I just pop into something else and I'm like, oh, huh. But you know, that's that's kind of the fun of doing this, right? Yeah, that's the whole <laughs> point. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyways.
1: Yeah. So, what do you want to tackle first on the
0: recap? My little subcategories here. All right. Yeah. Let's let's cover the categories and make sure we have the same things, right? So.
1: Yeah. So I've got uh, top ten albums. I've got top. Five or ten artists, whatever you did. I did ten artists. Yeah. All right, same. I've got bottom five artists. I do too. Bottom five albums. Yep. Oh, I got. Yeah, I got bottom. Oh, I got eight, but. And then I know I told you top twenty-five songs. I couldn't narrow it down to twenty-five, so I just did fifty. I did fifty as well. You told me we were doing all right. that. And then I did top ten worst songs. I did top
0: ten worst songs too.
1: <laughs> oh, all right, that'll be a fun one. And then I did uh, top three most surprising artists. Okay. Yeah, we got them all. All right. All right so we're okay. Cool. Well, we're, we're in cooking. sync then. Good. I'm glad I took that because I I did need that extra data. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, that's
0: good. So yeah, what do you? I'll let you pick first. What do you want to start with? What do we usually start? Oh, we should have done a concert. Maybe we'll do that next week. Concert set list. <laughs> that uh, would be fun. We'll do that next week.
1: That's a good idea. <laughs> I think I think top ten artists will. Or sorry, top ten albums will take the longest.
0: So maybe either we should do that now, or we should do everything else. Let's do artists. It, it'll set the it'll set the stage for everything else. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm cool with that. So now I think a good preface here, too, is this top 10 artists, all the lists we have today have nothing to do with rankings, anybody's, anybody's power rankings or, you know, billboard reviews. This is solely, at least for me, the top whatever or the bottom whatever that I enjoyed the most or enjoyed the least.
1: Yeah. And for me, this is, I look at it more of a lens of what do I listen to more as opposed like with a little bit of like, you know, uh. Very little, like, outside influence, like, how well they did commercially or how popular they are or whatever. Gotcha. This is more so, who do I enjoy listening to? Who did I enjoy talking about as an episode?
0: Yeah. No, I think that's a good way of putting it. And for
1: outsiders that maybe are newer to the podcast, this is a poll from – this. this is episode 40, but we've done – a handful of other miscellaneous episodes so probably 35 artists it's
0: in the 30s of artists yeah yeah i would say th- probably somewhere around 35 artists and i don't know did you include any of the sampling platter yeah I di- no i didn't think that was fair yeah but a bit cheap there um but you know well something we're not going to mention today is just we did a sampling platter where we did six artists seven tracks from each artist um all sorts of different stuff um so if you haven't listened to that one check that one out too it's a funny episode um certainly outside of our usual scope too so um but all right i think that says stage well with that um you want to get started yeah do you
1: want to do you want to read your lists as a whole and then talk through each one or just
0: go one by one and talk through it or how, how do you want to do this why don't we slowly read through yours and i'll stop you when i think you're wrong <laughs> or maybe hmm you want to go back and forth
1: yeah, like your number ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Let's go back and forth.
0: Okay. You ten go? to one. I'll go first. My number ten is three days grace.
1: Okay, I've got them on my list as well. Coming up shortly. Perfect.
0: Here. Okay. Good. I'm good with that.
1: Yeah. So my number, or do you want to talk about three days grace now? Or sure. Because I got uh, them
0: on my list as well. Yeah. I mean, the, again, we we said it in the episode. These guys are staples of of two thousands hard rock. You know, even into the 2010s, they had a lot of good stuff with, uh, with the new lead singer, and I just, it, you talk about hard rock in the 2000s, 2010s, you cannot miss these guys. Animal I've become, the whole One X album is truly, I said it on the episode, one of the top five rock albums since 2000. Um, they're a little bit heavier than maybe for some people's tastes, for sure. Um, not quite as heavy as Seether, heavier than Shinedown, heavier than Linkin Park, probably. A little bit heavier than Foo Fighters. A little bit heavier than Foo Fighters. So somewhere in that range. It's not metal, um, but it's a little bit harder than your typical hard rock, too. Uh, but really, really good stuff. Just because I have them at 10, it's like I have them at 10, but there's a, a real battle like above them, too.
1: Yeah, and what 1x amazing album that's very high up on my list of Fan-tastic top albums.
0: Fantastic album. Same. It's
1: truly incredible. And even after they switch lead singers after their fourth album Transit of Venus, th- I I like their stuff with their newer the right. new lead singer uh Matt Walsh, I think. Mm-hmm. It's Matt not Walsh. as good as
0: Adam Gantier. No. But it's still pretty good. That reminds me. I was flipping around the other day. I saw uh, Adam Gontier did a cover of Let the Sparks Fly with Thousand Foot Crutch. Oh, cool. It's different. I'd have to probably give it a couple more listens. I didn't like it as much as the original, but I think the parts that they like, they let him sing a few parts in the verses. And uh, I thought he did a nice job there. I think he might be losing his voice a little bit. Mm. But, you know, he's been doing it for 20 plus years. So is what it is. Um. so yeah three days grace at 10 and i would say
1: must check out for the workout playlist too absolutely We've got a ton of great stuff
0: absolutely
1: yeah so my number 10 i'm sure they'll be higher up on your list is shinedown
0: yeah yeah well go ahead i, I mean you know what i'm gonna say so please
1: sure yeah so shinedown for me they were in my i think they were number five on my most listen to artists last year because they were one of the first artists we did for the podcast so they would have like had the most time in the queue to pop up on shuffle and everything sure sure and i'd saved you know 70 some odd songs from their catalog right um but yeah no shinedown's great in terms of they've got a they got a good variety of sound as well right like you've got some heavier hitting stuff that you can have on your workout playlist they've got some awesome ballads where if you're just if you're in a mood to sit down and, and cry or whatever they've got that too uh great songwriting from brent smith um great music like they change their sound throughout each album sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but more often than not it works shine Down's is just a great artist that i was really not familiar with up outside of like their top three or four songs sure and uh just a
0: great ad i'm glad we covered them yeah man it's just it's like you said the depth of their catalog is so vast i mean it's seven albums and some change uh i, I can't say enough good things about them man i just love them head to toe. and. Regardless of the bitching I did on the episode at where we, we recast their their live set list for the, the concert <laughs> uh, you know, that just is what it is. That's a that's a personal preference, a bit nitpicky. But um, you know, even all those songs I I really at the very least I like all those songs. Um and at the very best, like I, I could name thirty, forty Shine Down songs that I just love. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't love it at ten, but your list, so and if you're going to check out any of the their stuff i would say
1: sound of madness yeah leave a whisper and us, us and them, them. Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah it's that's, that's that's the the core right there it's the three album stretch yeah
1: so going back to my list on 9 i had 3 days grace so i don't sure. I don't need to add any yeah to don't that. need
0: to review uh, but pretty close 9 10 can't argue uh, my 9 is mac miller and i know you're not going to love that one um uh, but I just, you know, I uh, it's no secret. Rock and, in particular, hard rock is kind of my go-to genre, um, and then hip hop and country salt fall in some kind of second, third split depending on the day. Um, you know, we didn't cover we covered Mac Miller and Corday this year, and then on the countryside we covered Zach Bryan and and uh, John Party, John Party. And Turnpike, right? And Turnpike, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Mac kind of the same thing as Shine Down with the diversity of his catalog the sound writing, or the songwriting, and just like the goofy fun nature of so many of his songs i mean later in the catalog it gets a little bit more serious a little bit more kind of introspective um uh, but that's part of the diversity of the catalog right because you don't get really any of that in the first four five six projects um but then those first fu- first six projects let's say there's a lot of really cool fun like headbangers kind of like party rap uh Uh, just good vibes man there's a lot of good stuff in there i mean like i said in the uh, the episode kids uh blue slide park uh, i'm forgetting a couple other albums but like he's just got so much good stuff dude yeah best day
1: ever from the early side and best day ever so mac miller for me is high up on my list just because of the variety of sound throughout his catalog and he was only putting music out for i think 10 years or so around there give yeah. or take before he passed away mm-hmm. maybe uh maybe a cl- little bit closer to 15 years but regardless he put out a project like on average once a year and if you listen to his first project and his last project you would think it's a different artist <sighs> you listen to kids and it's it is along the lines of that like kind of just party rap yeah but it showcases his flow his wit like his humor his humor yeah and then you go all the way to Circles, which was put out after he passed away, but it was the companion album, The Swimming, which, so like, he was going to put it out anyway. It's not right. like somebody like compiled his songs right. and threw it together. Um, and that project, where it's much more like jazzy, like he's kind of singing over the track as opposed to rapping, and he's really just going through the inner tur- turmoil in his head over the last couple of years. It's yeah. like, you're
0: like, you, you wouldn't think it's the same artist. A very vulnerable Mac Miller.
1: Yes. Yeah. And in that respect, I was thinking about this last week. Luke Combs asked Joe Rogan a question on his podcast where he said, if you had to pick five artists to listen to the rest of your life, who would you pick and why? And Rogan had his list, or at least the f- first three of his lists, like ready to go. Um, I've always had two artists picked ready to go for that list. And I was thinking recently, because I've been on a Mac Miller kick, I was like, I would add Mac Miller to the list because he's got the rap. And there's also a couple – projects of like more jazzy like r&b style music and i think he's got enough music and enough diversity in music and enough music that i just i love to add to that list yeah for me yeah i'm a huge huge mac miller fan
0: totally no i mean again no arguments there you can flip around in that catalog forever you know just it's one of those guys too. you'll pick up little things every time yeah. And, th- and this was one, too, that was we'll talk about it when we do a different
1: categories here. But this was a really fun one to do with discovering new stuff that I hadn't heard before.
0: Right. Right. E- even though I, th- you know, I thought, oh, I, I know Mac Miller. And then I right. get into it and I was like, oh, maybe I don't. And that's every week here, man. A lot Like the artists that you or I know and bring to the pod, like that's every time we're like, oh, I didn't listen 13 tracks into this album. <laughs> you know it's cool stuff you you know that that's the other thing about this whole pod man it's like it's just it's just finding new things man because like we could sit around and and be like hey go listen to Greta go listen to dreamers go you know but until there's like a bit of purpose behind it I mean how long was I telling you about Greta and the struts before I I forced you to do it (laughs) yeah and how many of those tracks did you check out before we did it right yeah. And vice versa. I, I never checked out Turnpike, even though I knew you were telling me about Turnpike. Um, you know, shit like that. It's cool. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, So now it's back to me again, I think. Number eight, Foo Fighters. Mm, wow, I'm surprised. Uh, I thought you were a little bit bigger on them because they're a little bit higher up on my list. Again, there's just some real heavy hitters for me above them, uh, and it's no knock on Foo Fighters. I think this is going to uh, – maybe this is a similar – Thread for most of the artists we're going to talk to in the top 10 here just the diversity of the catalog man they have so much between let's call it like folk rock all the way up to like new metal sound um and everything in between man they're angry dave happy dave sad dave um you know the musical composition is so complex and sometimes just so simple and easy like fun and you know there's all sorts of, there's even experimental tracks there's there's fantastic writing that's come from the heart um you know, I I can say a lot of really, really good things about Foo Fighters. Um, I do think they fall on eight here just because I feel like the hits, the hits are awesome. And then there's a there gets to be a point in the middle of his of their catalog in terms of like if I power ranked every song they had, there gets to be a long point in the middle of that power ranking where I'm just like, oh, that's just another Foo Fighters song. Still really good stuff. Just. It gets a little repetitive through the most, through a lot of it. You know what I'm saying? For the first, call it six, seven albums.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that's totally fair. And there are, because I've saved probably 70, 80 Foo Fighter songs, and there's so many times where a random song from uh, Minutes to Midnight will pop up on Shuffle, and I'm just like, ah, like. Yeah. Does I don't, do, I don't immediately recognize the song, and I'm just like, ah, we'll skip it. Yeah, right, right. Whereas if one of the hits comes on, or, you know, one of the top five songs from the album that I. Banger. Yeah, then I'm always like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah like, i got to listen
0: to that. great song. 100%. So that's why I got Foo Fighters at 8.
1: Yeah, the Foo Fighters rock. That was another one where I had only known, like, a couple of the radio hits, and then you picked them, I think it was the th- Early on,
0: third or fourth, yeah, yeah.
1: one of the first few episodes we did, and I was like, wow, like, I think I was kind of sleeping on these guys for
0: the last, like, 10 years. It's funny, too, because I, I heard somebody, I forget who it was, but it was on Twitter maybe, somebody... Kind of famous was like the Foo Fighters are the most like generic, not generic. They said the most average rock band of all time, and I, I think the sentiment they're getting at is what I said about the middle of their catalog. But they have so many hits too that are just fantastic. It, it's, it's a, it's an, it's a very large simplification of, of the point I made earlier here.
1: Um, yeah, and I, I, I do want to. Also reiterate that Dave Grohl's a, a masterful songwriter, and the fact that he played all the instruments on yeah. the f- on their debut album, he recorded every single instrument except for one where he had a guest f- g- uh, feature on the guitar from Afghan Wings or whatever for, yeah, like, yeah. 20 seconds. Right. But he's just a true musical genius.
0: Yeah, I mean, and Hawkins, and yeah, and he had his time with Nirvana. He had his time with the Queens of the Stone. I mean, yeah, legend, man. Yeah, 100%. So that was your seven. That was eight. Oh, eight.
1: Right. Okay. Right. Because I came back with three yeah, days' grace. Yeah. For, we're okay. Zigzagging. Yeah. So seven for me, sticking in the the same vein
0: of uh, rock, is going to be the White Stripes. I'm good with that. Shockingly, they don't make my list. Mm. But I think if I had eleven, I because I originally when I was I was putting the list together, I had like fifteen in the list, and I you know whittled it down a little bit i think they would be in 11 or 12
1: yeah I, it's just go ahead but yeah yeah this is another one i had known a couple of their hits and you picked them for the pod and like i like a good portion like you know over half their catalog i was like oh yeah i could see myself listening to this like saving it and uh J- there's no no secret jack white's a master on the guitar i mean he, you know top five top ten you know best guitar players whatever you want to call it he's up there
0: Innovative, energetic, just fun, man.
1: Yeah, songwriting maybe not. I mean, I would say songwriting is very creative, but maybe not as deep. deep. Always, yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. But overall, White Stripes are you know they only have a couple albums. Um, Jack White obviously has solo stuff after, and he has the stuff with the Rat Tears. But White Stripes are definitely worth checking out if if you know you're looking for something in the mid two thousands yeah
0: kind of garage rock punk rocky but then also like very it gets to be at some point very traditional hard rock or at least let's call it traditional 2000s hard rock um you know you can't uh, you can't go without seven nation army it's it's a worldwide hit um but i mean even the albums here elephant get behind me satan and icky thump all all three of those three, three album stretch that just rocks Um, and uh, like you said here, some good humor mixed in throughout. Um, yeah, just uh, the first two albums are tough; they're a little bit of an abrasive listen if that's not what you're looking for. Um,
1: yeah, the, the first album especially. Yeah,
0: the white stripes and distill. Um, but you know, get past like this is. I said it about somebody else, but maybe start at the end and work your way back with these guys if you're unfamiliar.
1: I think that's a good idea.
0: Yeah. All right, Uh,
1: so you're on, what, six now? Yeah, that was seven for me. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, yeah, we're snaking around. Yeah. All right, so six for me.
0: I had Zach Bryan here. Uh, Zach Bryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was just thinking to myself. Um, Also didn't make my list. Also in the 11 to 12 range.
1: Yeah, so for me, I might not listen to Zach Bryan as much as – some of the other artists on this list but i do think i had a ton of fun listening to his catalog and i had a ton of fun like just getting to know about his songwriting and like his life and like just learning more about him like it was a fun episode where i really hadn't heard i maybe heard one or two songs beforehand and after doing it i was like oh like i'm gonna be following this guy for the next like 40 years
0: i'm in the same boat man i was very pleasantly surprised on how that turned out because i went into it thinking to myself i had I listened through a few tracks, just, you know, top five, top ten on Apple, whatever. And I was kind of like, I, I mean, these are nice, but I don't know why he's mega famous right now. I don't get it. Um, and I kind of got it at the end. <laughs> and part of it is like the Taylor Swift thing, too, where it's like you build a story. You build a lore with these songs, with these albums, mm-hmm. and even outside of the albums, just with your, with your personality. And something about that is is fun. It's fun to follow that. See what's going to come next after that, um, and even like he he's starting to bring on you know different artists here and there to help him along and like I, I mentioned it throughout the uh, the episode some of them didn't hit some of them were awesome and uh, you know he he's just he seems like a cool guy too um, definitely somebody that's a slow burn for me but in the right mood as good as any other slower artist I'd listen to
1: yeah and I would say. He's for sure of everyone we covered on the podcast. He's got to have like a top five
0: voice. Yeah, him, Robert Plant. Uh, you know, um, Kiska. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what what you
1: want to use to to judge. But right, I would say in terms of like, I don't know, his, his voice to me is just it's very unique. It's, he like some of the emotion that he can hit when he's bellowing out a line. Like, yeah, it's a lot of people might have mega hits, but they're not able to do that with their voice.
0: Yeah. There's bits where it feels like his lung capacity. uh, This is a stupid thing to say, but like, like the, the ability to low rattle at such a low grovelly, like guttural level on some of his tracks really brings it out.
1: Yeah. And he can also like just turn it on a dime and make it sound like he's about to cry. Yeah. Like like he, uh, he's just a a master of putting different emotions in
0: his voice. Right. And not also uh, somewhat like, not simply but like not overstated you know like he doesn't overdo it on on so many of his songs there's a couple i can think of but for the very most part like it's right in line with the emotion it's not over exaggerated
1: yeah and the it's it's so funny like the first two albums he put out where it's just him and his buddies like getting drunk and recording in like an airbnb (laughs) there's literally no soundproofing equipment or anything like i don't know it just it adds to like that's the part of the
0: story that's part of the lore
1: exactly exactly you know it just makes it that much more fun did you ever get a chance to get back and go to uh quiet heavy dreams um yeah it was really good you liked it yeah, yeah.
0: i'd have to pull up like the track by track i mean same yeah but i very much enjoyed that ep album whatever it was i thought that was maybe one of his more slept on projects
1: no that that was really good really 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 good stuff and i'm still a huge fan of of his most recent one boys of faith even though it's only six songs five songs it's growing on me
0: and i've heard a little bit more about that noah khan character oh okay he's starting to i guess maybe gain a little popularity um he's definitely a newer artist that's why i didn't recognize him um but he's more in that soft rock kind of vibe um i'm still not thrilled with him i given i haven't listened to a ton of his stuff maybe two or three songs um I don't know. We'll see. Maybe that's something we touch back on at some point. But um that's where that comes from. Anyhow. Yeah, um, definitely. All right, cool. Now I'm back on seven, I think. No. Yeah, seven. Seven and six for me. Seven, this feels like it's in the wrong place, but I don't know who I would move to put it up. Seven's gonna be Nirvana. Did that make your list?
1: Yeah, that was my that's my next one. Okay. Six. All right. So Oh yeah, You go ahead and then I've got I think I've got a point as to why it, you're having difficulty putting it on the list.
0: Yeah, it's not difficulty putting it on the list. It's difficulty moving it up the list. And, uh, you know, as we talk through it, we'll explain. But, uh, you know, they got four projects, let's call it three original projects. And then the live album that is my favorite live project I've ever heard. Um, it's just it was so innovative, so, you know, pounding and and. Um, Not emotional in like the angry like fuck this sense man like and and also like like a bit brave to even do that kind of thing like maybe part of that too comes from like uh if we don't make it like fuck it whatever maybe but brave to like put that sound out and like speak about the things they spoke about even some of the song titles like to have a song titled rape me and to be like an anti-rape song crazy that's fucking insane what kind of of studio is gonna let you do that unless you're nirvana and it's your third album you know well that would have been their second would have been no that was in utero oh i thought that was on. oh yeah you're right you're right you're i think right. that was on in utero um maybe it was nevermind but i think it's in utero uh, which was their third studio album yeah i thought it was on nevermind i could be wrong anyways regardless even not even at that even at that point nirvana's all already building this cult following um and just, like, studios didn't want that. Uh, you know, merchandisers didn't want that. So much of the... I told you that story about Walmart Or Meyer. Where Meyer made them change the name and they changed it to some goofy waif, title. Waif Me. Waif Me, yeah. Uh, it, it's... And it sets the stage for so many hard rock bands coming after them. Because before them, you had hair metal. Before that, you had kind of, like, disco rock and classic rock. There was nothing like this. Even the heavy metal of the previous decades let's say would be more considered like hard rock today like you think of a black sabbath you think of a um smoke on the water um it'll come to me whatever that band is um you know bands like that those would be considered in the hard rock category today whereas this band sets the stage for so many of the 2000s artists man and really for some of the and 90s the grunge late, acts too yeah late, late 90s or 2000s like it's just they're they're iconic man No, you hit the
1: nail on the head. And I think in terms of putting them on like a list of top 10 artists, they only have, you know, like really like four projects. So it's hard from that aspect because it's like you wish they had more. Yeah, you wish they had more. And obviously it's it's not like, you know, circumstances. The lead singer died. So it's not like mysteriously. Who knows? Right. Could have been anything could have happened. (laughs) So (laughs) it's hard from that standpoint. But I think nevermind was such a big culture shift yeah and like just a, a truly like a genre bender for yeah. like
0: music yeah that you kind of have to put it respect is it's it's, it's, yeah. it's as much respect as it is enjoyment just such such a, an iconic world-changing band
1: yeah and I, that mtv unplugged live album fucking rock it's grown on me so much because i only had listened to it once when we did the episode but after, like, you kind of, like, ran it and raved about it, I was like, oh, I got to go back to this. And now, like, the Penny Royal T version of that song, I love, like, more than the original. I know. Um, Jesus Doesn't Want Me for a Sunbeam. Like, the co- all the all three covers on that album are amazing. I think there's
0: even more. But I know I get your point.
1: Are the, yeah, I think. It well, might yeah, be five or six. There's
0: three on there that I really, really like, though. Even the last track, Where Did You Sleep Last Night? Yes. It's just Kurt with a guitar. And a, the, uh, we just talked about it with Zach Bryan. The things he's able to do with his voice on that song are incredible, man. And it's such this dark, haunting song, especially when it's just him and a guitar. It sounds so understated, but it is haunting. Um, it's, it's great work and a great close to that project too.
1: Yeah, and it's just—it's one of those. It sucks, you know. You wish they would have been around for for longer and been able to make more music. And and really, like you said, like they were proponents of so many like cool things like yeah. socially and and the fact that they weren't able to continue doing that too like they were only around for a
0: couple years but they really had like as big of an impact as you can have in a couple years it's funny i was listening to bowling for soups 1985 the other day and there's a number of different like cultural references they make throughout the song and nirvana stuck out to me because this the, this whole bit is that the woman is stuck in 1985 nirvana's first album came out in 1989 and then i th- i started listening back to more and more of it at least half of the references made in the song happened after the song's over. After 1985 is
1: over. Yeah, cuz isn't the chorus Springsteen, Nirvana, Madonna, Waiting, waiting for, for Nirvana. Nir- waiting for Nirvana? Yeah. Yeah.
0: U2 and Blondie music still on, on MTV. MTV. Her two Yeah. 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 <laughs> and there's a number of others throughout White Snake and other things and it's just like not all of that happened night 19- but I get the, I get the point but it's just funny to me. Um but yeah man, Nirvana at 7. Um and this is where we get into the part where I have to explain why Nirvana is at seven. Six is going to be Linkin Park. I fucking love this band. And I think they only fall at six because I wasn't thrilled with their last two albums. But their first, I think it's five projects, are phenomenal. Um, You know, uh, hybrid theory is, I, again, I don't know if it's, it's game-changing as much as it is just like a punch in the face wow. But... They took what bands like Rage Against the Machine and Limp Biscuit did and synthesized it into this pure, like, n- like hard rock kind of like amalgamation. I don't I don't even know how to describe it. It's just beautiful, man. It's so raw, so unfiltered, heavy, heart pumping like that project in particular rocks. Meteor after that is a t- another top five album for me of, since yes. 2000. Yes. Um the compilation course they did with Jay Z. Oh, oh, dude! One of my favorite like side projects. Favorite of all time. EPs for sure. Yeah, it's another. These guys aren't afraid to do different stuff either, and sometimes that worked, sometimes it didn't. But the ones that worked, fucking killed. You know, like even the 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 House of Glass um, album. Anim, no. Hunting party. Hunting. No, 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 no. Oh, you're talking about the EDM album. Oh, I love that album. Yeah, yeah. I'm forgetting the name of it right now, but that oh. album. Uh. Recharge, Rebirth. It'll come to me. But anyways. No, no. Living Things. Living Things. Thank you. And then the remix album was Recharged, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Castle of Glass. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, even that album, like, nobody had done that before. Nobody that I can think of. EDM, Hard Rock. What the fuck? <laughs> but a lot of really cool tracks on that album. Um, And then Chester's another one with the voice, man. Top, another top five voice we've covered, in my opinion. Yeah. Just... The, the the ability to stretch it to the nth degree with those yells is remarkable. And
1: you can see videos of him doing it live, too, where he'll be singing, like, the song on, like, a normal level. And then he can hit the scream to the nth degree and then go back to the, yeah, the regular right singing. right back down into the normal, yeah. No problems. No issues. It's the it's a flawless
0: transition of of energy and rage. Fantastic. And uh, I have to give props to Shinoda, too. He He's such a good uh yin to that yang you know it's just such a easy flowing it's a perfect mix i don't know how else to put it man these guys rock
1: yeah lincoln park's been my favorite band for like i don't know 10 15 years like since i was in elementary school i love these guys like shinoda like yeah like you said like the way he's able to blend genres with the mix like it's incredible Mm -hmm. and even his his um his rapping and his singing like contrasting chester's like amazing vocal range like it just it's something that hadn't really been created before and once it was out there you're like wow like this is like nothing else and i kind of want more of it
0: more and more and more please
1: yeah because you you get bands that have two like kind of lead singers but to where they came out on hybrid theory and it's like shinoda's like rapping and then chester's singing it's like you hadn't really seen that in that style of music before and to that point, I think it was kind of like sim- it was at similar least innovative, to yeah. similar to Nirvana, whereas like this is like a new this is like a new style of music.
0: I'm just looking for it now. One moment. A special fuck you to our favorite producer. What the fuck's his name? Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> Eat shit. Um all right. Uh back to you for five six or five yeah so my six was nirvana okay
1: covered so it's funny when we just talk about like we just talked about nirvana and then my five on this list was dreamers but it's this is what i listen to mo- like i listen to dreamers yeah, yeah far more than i listen to some of the other groups you oh know?
0: i got one of those in here too
1: okay yeah so for me dreamers is just like it's they've only got a couple projects like maybe i don't know 50 songs in their entire catalog maybe somewhere around there But um, they've been on like my top, you know, top five to ten most listened to artists every year since I first discovered them. And um, I think more so than like the lyrics, I just I love their sound. I love it. Above all else. It's like it's like true. It's like new generation like pop punk.
0: Yeah. And they even mix in other elements where they, they bring in pop punk. They do the pop rock. They do like a little bit of that EDM rock stuff um and they kind of just blend it all together it's all it always at least feels like it's a like a good fun listen whether or not the song's fun happy you know it's a good fun listen for the most part uh gets you in a good mood got your head banging a little bit totally agree these guys rock top 10 for me no but i have two i have two in here that debatably would never be in your top 10
1: yeah so so i'll say on dreamers like their most recent project i wasn't a really a big fan of. No, and I think that's fair. And I think if they keep putting out like more projects similar to the last one, like if we redid this list next year or in you know a couple years or whatever, they might be off the list entirely. Yeah. Um but no, right now I mean like I said the last several years, whenever uh there's probably like half their catalog if it comes on shuffle like I'm immediately like, "Oh, ready to jam out to this
0: and add a couple more from them on the queue." Yeah, 100%. All right. Um back to me here. All right. 5 yeah. Five. I think this is right. I'm going to. This was a really tough one for me today. I was sitting through it, looking over it again, and I was like, where do I put these two? Because I could switch Lincoln Park up with this one, too. But I'm going to go with Paramore here. Mm. Um, You know, similar to similar thing with with Chester not that they sound similar but the voice is just fucking incredible man she could do so many different things with it she's got that soft sweet side she's got that hard raspy angry hard rock vibe and everything in between Um, I especially love the punk rock stuff at the very or the yeah pop punk punk rock stuff at the very beginning the first four projects Um, you know the the fifth project is it's still critically acclaimed and it's good it's not my paramore and then the (laughs) sixth project is dude people like that album like people critically acclaim that album i still don't understand it. i've gone back and tried to do it again like what am i missing here i'm not missing anything that album's not good um but aside from that man like they've had a rotating cast outside of Haley in and out of this band um and it seems like for the first four albums it didn't matter who you put in there man the songwriting and the, the the composition was just so flawless on so many tracks. Um, and, again, with, like, the, the the top, top end, top 7, 8, 10 tracks from this band is elite. Elite, elite, elite stuff.
1: I'm with you there. Th- this band was on, like, the 11 to 15 range for me. Yeah. Their, their top stuff, like, like you said, like, their top 10, 15 songs, always must listens, always elite, like – always play um the reason that they might not have made the top 10 for me is like if when i'm listening to music on shuffle and like one of their like random songs comes on it more often than i'm like ah like if i don't recognize it i'll skip it sure but i will say this was one that i really really enjoyed doing yeah having not heard much of their stuff outside of the radio hits before that first album like start to finish there's some great songwriting on there for like a first album it was really raw um but no it was it was a good like kind of like pop punk sound right and like you said their first four albums like there weren't really that many skips in their first like four albums
0: Uh, maybe yeah maybe uh you can count them on your fingers probably
1: but those last two albums
0: those really uh well i feel like you liked that fifth album a little bit more than i did um that's the poppy kind of paramore um yeah there there were some good tracks on there but it was it was longer and it wasn't really my again like not what i go to paramore for But I remember you enjoying that a little bit more than I did.
1: Yeah, but overall, like, I've noticed since doing them, like, if a song from that album comes on shelf, I'm like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And then I'm with you. The newest album is – I uh, still don't – I don't understand it.
0: It's irredeemable. (laughs) So, Uh, yeah. You want to go number four? Number four, Greta Van Fleet. This is maybe one of my two pet projects. I just – like we said, they they get c- compared and contrasted to Zeppelin a lot. I think that's a oversimplification of what they do, and that's a that's a misunderstanding entirely. Sure, they have some Zeppelin tracks, but they have so much more than that. Man, such a, another fantastic voice. Um, the composition on guitar and with with the strings, the way the guitars and the strings play off each other is so beautiful on so many of these tracks. Um, and I would imagine this is a fantastic listen. Like three mushrooms deep (laughs) i i just (laughs) yeah definitely this is another band there's so many tracks i like from these like this is a band there's so many tracks that i like from them and there's so few that i dislike that they just had to make my top five um even though even with limited material they only have four projects um i i just there's so 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 much good stuff there for me that i had to put them here
1: Yeah, dude, like similar to Zach Bryan, these guys fall in the same vein as like it's so cool that you've discovered like they're new and you've discovered them now. And you can be a fan of them for the next 40 years if they continue to put out good music. Exactly. And I I think that's that's super cool to be a fan of something like at its infancy.
0: Right. And watch it grow. And 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 you're getting the best part because we've mentioned before, usually the best work you get from the band is somewhere in their first five to six albums. And so we're watching their best part happen yeah and so you get so pumped every time it's not watching acdc put out their 15th 16th <laughs> album you know you're watching them They're, they've just put out their new album this year and regardless of what i thought of that album which is it's good not great regardless of what i, I was me and alex were texting weekly just anytime we saw an update about it it was so cool
1: yeah because you're a fan of it and you you can't wait for it to come out and exactly. that's that's one of the coolest parts of being a fan of anything. 100 percent. but no these these guys rock uh they didn't make my list but i enjoyed listening to them like it was a fun yeah a fun um i had no regrets like listening through their catalog three or four times mm. in preparation for the episode enjoyable and even listening to their songs afterwards when they sure. come
0: on sure yeah all righty back to you
1: yeah so my number four was the foo fighters okay and uh i know we kind of already touched on Converted, them so uh, yeah yeah
0: three
1: Oh, three for me. So we haven't talked about this artist yet. I'm I'm very curious to see if they make your list. But my number three was Twenty One Pilots.
0: No, they did not make my list. Oh. Somewhere in somewhere in the next five.
1: Yeah, that's that's fair. And uh, yeah, I mean these guys have such a unique way of going about like creating their music. Tyler jo- Joseph is he's another like musical genius in terms of like his songwriting, his storytelling, like his lyricism, where he's not he's not following the typical you know, confines of like, oh, it has to be verse, chorus I'm going to structure it this way and rhyme this with this. Like, he does whatever he wants, and he's able to put in stories and metaphors that, you know, you could listen to it ten times and you might
0: not totally get it. The songwriting is fantastic, and the creativity is off the charts, and I think that lends itself to being in my maybe 11 through 15 just because the creativity, it works a lot, and then there's a bunch of songs with the creativity I wasn't in love with. Um, but you'd be remiss to say these guys aren't trying and working their balls off to do this. Um, and another one I was pleasantly surprised with because, you know, I, I was familiar with some of their radio hits. Um, let's say, but you know, just deep deep diving into that catalog was eye opening for me. I had no clue like what genre they are or they <laughs> were, and I still don't really know what genre they are, except to say it's fun. Listen, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of different emotions, a lot of different sounds throughout. Um, but there's a lot for a lot of different people here, um, and whether or not you love their entire catalog, there's got to be something in there that you can enjoy. Y-
1: yeah, and don't get me wrong; like their first two albums, I don't listen to as much, but Blurryface Trench and Skilled and Icy, I
0: like every song on all three of those albums. See, Vessel's grown on me more and more. I find myself listening to House of Gold a lot. Oh, that's I don't good know one. why. I just love it. Uh, but yeah, Vessel's grown on me. Yeah. Anyhow. And I I don't dislike Vessel like yeah. the,
1: but I think there's like probably 4 or 5 songs that I really like and then the rest of it is like uh, it's yeah.
0: decent. Yeah. Totally get what you're saying. What? There is a track on Vessel that is in my bottom 10 songs of all time. Or at least since we started this show. Oh, year. good. I
1: can't wait to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, these guys are this this was like maybe like my most It was just one that I wasn't prepared for like diving into their catalog that I was just so pleasantly surprised with
0: totally agree. All right, uh 3 for me is the Struts. I have not been shy about this. I fucking love this band. It's <laughs> it's kind of like Dreamers but more sexy, more, you know, flared, um more flamboyant. It, it but it I just I think the the writing's better. I think the compositions better. I I, I think there's a little bit more diversity even th- with this than Dreamers. Um Oh, cause definitely. Cuz I would say these guys fall in the pop 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 rock category too rock to pop rock um not really a hard a lot of hard rock i can think of a couple songs but that's not really their bag um and to an extent kind of similar to 21 pilots where they get that theatrical bit occasionally um but i just love the sound i think luke Spiller's fantastic on the mic you know again that braggadocious swaggy kind of feel on so many songs um there's so many ballads in this in this catalog that are are gripping and really emotional and just come together so nicely where they add in strings, they add in horns. I just there's so many good things I could say about this band, man. Um and so I got them at 3.
1: Yeah, no, I figure they'd be up on the top 3 in your list somewhere. And these guys are cool. Uh there was another it was a fun one for me to listen to like at first I, I wasn't really sure about them. Like I was like, "Man, I might hate these guys. I might love them. I don't know yet." And I think I ended up falling somewhere in the middle where I yeah. I like um a good chunk of their stuff, and then there's some stuff that's just not for me, but that's okay.
0: Now might be a good time to mention. I said it on the episode that I thought uh, that song, Do You Love Me, was a Kiss ripoff. And then I found out the next day it is a Kiss song, which I should have known, but that's why I was thinking about it. <laughs> uh, Do You Love Me, famously from Kiss's maybe most famous album, Destroyer. Um, I also heard an interview with Dave Grohl the other day. Uh, and this is an older interview, but he was doing an interview with him and Chris Novoselic. And it might have been a stern interview, but anyways. And they were talking about it. Uh, and they were just talking about like some of the inspirations they had and whatever. At one point, Nirvana recorded a cover of "Do You Love Me" by Kiss, and uh, what's his nuts said it was fucking awful. Dave Grohl or yeah, Chris Grohl? <laughs> Grohl said it was awful, and that's why it never made the light of day.
1: <laughs> Dude, don't you wish you could you could like pull like a, a bands would just release it like they they could even title the album like covers. Like we recorded these, but they kind of suck. Like, oh. <laughs> wouldn't that be fun though the
0: seasides
1: yeah like no joke like just to be like hey we recorded this and we don't even like it but maybe you might yeah here's (laughs)
0: something for you if this gets any traction here you go
1: right because even if even if the band like because more likely than not the band records the cover because they're super big fans of the original yeah so they're comparing it to the original they might not like it for whatever reason sure but if you're you're uh, Foo Fighters is your favorite band, or, or Nirvana is your favorite band, and they put out a cover of a Kiss song. Yeah, you might not be a Kiss fan, fan right? Exactly. So you might like the cover. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think, I don't know. I think if you record it and it's like, so like it's <laughs> put together at least, and then it's put together like just just release it. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's on like only your YouTube channel or something, you know.
0: I think in the age of where the studios had a lot of control over that kind of stuff, that shit don't fly. But nowadays. And especially with artists who have a lot of pull or have their own independent labels, certainly able to do that kind of stuff. Um, and you certainly have to have a, cer- a, a bit of, you know, reputation to be able to do that kind of thing. Um, but absolutely, I at least give it a listen. Yeah. And if you don't like uh, if you don't like, I don't know, Paramore's cover of uh, of like a Dean Martin song, then OK, we'll move on. Fuck. Foo Fighters did a whole disco album yeah true what are we doing
1: yeah like if lincoln park covered smells like teen spirit i would give it a listen
0: yeah exactly that's what i'm saying so uh yeah really good stuff from the struts two i think yep two led zeppelin all t- another ground shaking band much like nirvana they they kind of set the stage for what classic rock and hard rock and blues rock was gonna sound like dude I mean, Jimmy Page, another one that's just an all-time guitarist. He, he's a wizard. He can do so much different stuff and really innovated and like kind of set the path for so many guitarists that were going to come after him. Um, Robert Plant's vocals are unique, uh, wide-ranging, interesting. The songwritings, if, if at least you don't love the songwriting, then it's interesting at the very least. Songs like um, "Gallows Pole. It's a, so- a song about this kid who's at the gallow and he's got his family coming to save him with gold and silver and trinkets and sex and nothing they bring can save him.
1: Yeah. And then they kill him at that. And then they
0: kill him anyways. It's a wild track. And the, if you don't love the songwriting, at the very least, it's interesting. Um, and there's so much cool stuff. I mean, between the harmonica and, and John Bonham on drums. I mean, it's just fantastic band. Absolute muscleism
1: yeah and so these guys were eleven on my list, and I agree with everything you just said, and I mean they really were like the innovators and, and trend centers of the late sixties seventies yeah um yeah i mean the the for me like I just don't listen to that style of music as sure. much, which is why they're not on the list, but there's, there's another one. I love doing the prep for the podcast. Like, yeah. Digging into like the history of these guys because they all, all of them are really
0: like. They're characters,
1: man. Oh, yeah. They're all characters. Like, <laughs> and they're all arguably. Uh, one of my friends texted me this. He's like, are you, you could argue that all of them are top three of their respective instrument or Robert Plant on vocals of all time. Like yeah. You, you can make the case for Jimmy Page. You can make the case for John Bonham. John you can make Paul the Jones case Plant. for John Paul Jones. You can make the case for Robert Plant. And I thought that that was a really cool way of looking at it because it's like you get you have all four of these guys are masters of their own instruments or vocals in the case of Robert Plant. And they're all together in
0: one band. Like, what are the chances of that? Fucking insane, dude. And the way it comes together and, and the fact that they haven't been able to put it back together more than twice over the last 40 years. Just, ah, you missed out. I mean, we, we, we missed out on greatness, man, but incredible incredible going back and listening to them so many songs i like all right back to you two and one yeah so we already covered my two and one here oh cool two was mac miller yep and one was Linkin park yeah i mean i, I kind of saw that coming i think you'll see where i'm going next because i got Shine down next yeah and that doesn't surprise anybody um you know we'll have our differences but i don't think there's a lot to argue about like there's nobody on your list that i would i would be like what the fuck I mean, I, I probably I think struts is a bit of a stretch for you. But outside of that, I don't think I have anybody on my list. You're kind of the year is kinda like, what the fuck? And a lot of crossover. So good stuff there. But now the bottom five. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I don't know how much time we need to spend talking about each of these artists, except to say I fucking hate one of them. I've got a list of six here. I'm going to have to cut someone real quick. Okay, well, you think about that, and I'll start. Maybe we just go top to bottom here, um, and we'll stop in between. Um, and let me also say that for the first two artists I'm going to list, it doesn't mean that I don't like them. They just happen to fall in my bottom five. Number five of the worst artists is the Lumineers. Mm. Much like you said about the struts or Zeppelin, just not my stylistic preference. They're good, just not my stylistic preference. Um, still would give them a listen for four projects a lot of good stuff in there
1: yeah um so i know you you and alex will hate me for this but number five on my list is the struts yeah and again i i like like i have some of their songs saved uh too good at raising hell that's one of my favorite songs of the last year yeah but it's just um as a whole like that's just not necessarily my style sure but i and i still enjoy them it's just we've done so many other artists that it's hard to yeah that's kind of where i'm at too Number four, though, for me, this one, outside of their top three or four songs, this band is kind of booty cheeks. It's the fray.
0: <laughs> oh, you got them at four. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, not a fan. I mean, they their hits are a uh, high, high level hits. Then they have a few songs that are like good, not great, and then they have a lot of songs that fall somewhere between bad and horrendous. Yeah, and you
1: know what? I mean, honestly, looking at my list now, I could throw them. At, I could throw them higher too,
0: but. Yeah, I have them on my list somewhere. <laughs> that third album was just trash. So, so bad. was the fourth. So bad. The first album was really good. Everything yeah. else falls off a cliff yeah. quickly. It's crazy. My next artist, a similar thing, uh, Matt Mason. Not a bad artist, just not really my preference. I mean, he's got an interesting voice. And I actually love that song he put out that we talked about at the very end, uh, Get Happy. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's I want more of that. It's kind of this like rocky Uh, angry pissed off vibe i really i found myself listening to that a million times
1: yeah so i I could see that being on the list so when i was going through and doing this list too part of what contributed to you being like a bottom five artist was how much music you had because like the fray only had four albums so it was like whatever it was a quick list and same with the struts but the next artist on my list had like seven or eight albums oh john Mayer.
0: (laughs) oh he's on my list too uh he's my next artist yeah, so he's my number three. He's my number three as well. <laughs> right, Shitheads.
1: Where it's like, it, you know, it's funny when we when we did him. I was like, oh yeah, like he's got a lot of good stuff. He for all the songs I've saved, he's
0: probably the most skipped when a song comes up on shuffle. Well, I'm always like, I am not in the mood to listen to John Mayer. I spent some time over the last week listening back to John Mayer because I was like, did I miss something about this guy? I did not miss anything about this guy. It's those two or three albums in the middle that are kind of like country western style that I'm cool with. And everything else, except for a couple songs, I'm ready to just toss out the window. And he's (laughs) such a pretentious, like, not real person that I just, oh, gross.
1: I think on the guitar, he is, you could argue he's top ten guitarist alive today.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd still,
1: I'm still waiting to see the proof of that. But, well, I mean, that aside, like,
0: it's just, you have to be in a mood to listen to a lot of. Maybe that's willful ignorance, because Bingy told me to listen to his live stuff. And I was so disappointed with his studio stuff that I never got around to it. And uh, yeah, maybe he is, but he doesn't—he doesn't show off his chops very often through his studio work. And for to put him on the same level as like a uh, as a Jack White or somebody like that is fucking insane. Yeah,
1: um, but I mean, they wouldn't let, like he plays. He tours with the Grateful Dead. Like they wouldn't let him do that if he wasn't sure i'm just uh, next level.
0: yet to see the proof
1: but regardless i think his type of music is just not for either of us we're not the target audience nope not at all
0: i have a bit of a wild card here this is maybe a foul on my part but i'm gonna put ed sheeran at two because we only covered the one album and that (laughs) album was garbage (laughs) we're playing by those rules and yeah he'd be my number two too but i didn't do that
1: yeah no i don't hate i don't hate that though
0: uh it's just autumn variations it's such a bad album it's so bad it's the worst i I feel like i'm trump right now uh i can't say too many good things the lemonade is
1: killing everyone everybody's president
0: (laughs) everybody getting killed did you so many people did you see that tweet i sent you yeah so funny that was one of the funniest (laughs) tweets i've seen all year what a a great use of of editing skills (laughs) it was so believable (laughs) oh man the Gillis bits i love it yeah um all right, who do you got it to?
1: Yeah, so you're you're not gonna like my bottom two here, but again, going back to these guys had a ton of albums, and I saved a bunch of the music. But when it comes on shuffle, if it's not one of their like my top ten favorite songs by them, I'm always skipping it. Stone Temple
0: Pilots. Yeah, they weren't gonna fall on my bottom five, but I get what you're saying. Um, they're definitely somewhere in the middle for me. I just uh, they had, so they had Shangri La Dida, which. Is not a good album at all. Perdida, I like Perdida, but it's not something I like. It's there's no replay value for me. Um, and then you take the rest of it. They have a lot of hits and a lot of misses. Um, it's just very spray and pray kind of feel. Um, but I, I think their top notch stuff is top notch too. So you know, I yes, I definitely enjoy this more. It's a little bit more my my style, anyways um number two is a little bit of creatures
1: well it's just uh again my my methodology here is i had to listen to eight albums three times over and even though i saved a lot and i always skip it when it comes like the stuff comes on shuffle
0: um fair enough yeah
1: so are we both on number one here yeah we're both on number one and we have two
0: do you want to guess who's i know who your number one is you want to guess who mine
1: is yeah, let me think about it for a second.
0: Yours is seether. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've been bitching a moment about that since we had to do it, uh, and that's again just stylistic. I like the heavy stuff. I think the first four albums are really, really good work. L- let me do one. M- I've got a guess in mind, but
1: let me do one more quick once over to make sure I'm not like just missing the obvious
0: here. You are missing the obvious. Definitely missing the obvious.
1: Three. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Two. Well, you already said the fray, right? The fray. Oh, That's the fray. okay,
0: okay. I fucking hated it. I thought thing. you'd already said them. That's why I was no. Okay, no. Yeah, yeah. This is my number one shit artist we covered. Like we said, three or four songs that I really, really liked, and then a bunch of like good, not great, and then a bunch of shit.
1: The The Fray was the only artist where, as I was listening to like their third album, I almost thought about texting you, being like, "Dude, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, please." <laughs> like, i don't know if i can listen to this again <laughs> quick pivot <laughs>
0: yeah man it's it's rough really rough
1: <laughs> yeah and for me see they're like again they're um their top songs like broken and, and fine again and some of their other ones like those were on my most streamed like those were like songs like 15 through 20 on my top 100 of the last year but it was just they have like eight or nine albums and there's so much just like anger and when i had to listen to it in preparation for the podcast it was just like a mood killer
0: yeah i hear you 100 percent. same kind of vibe um all right so that's bottom five artists so sidetrack um we can go two ways we can run till seven but then i gotta take a call down here and it's gonna run till at least eight o'clock or we can come back to it tomorrow and finish out but then no actually it'd have to be wednesday because tomorrow I got calls. Well, and then or I got, we could
1: do, we could just pair the rest of this with uh, part two. I don't know. What do you think? I don't really care.
0: It might make t- part
1: two a little bit long, you know? True.
0: We got top 50, bottom 10. Albums are going to be a little bit more. Dis- I feel like the songs we're going to so discuss. Th- this we're like we're going to, or not the songs. Sorry, the albums we'll discuss yeah, and the songs we'll songs will maybe reading. skip through. Yeah. Maybe we just do songs right now and then do albums.
1: Yeah. And then top 10 worst songs, surprising artists next time.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Um, For time's sake, you want to get in the top 50 songs here? Yeah. So I don't have these ordered. Like this is the definitive
1: number one song. I yeah. just have a list of the top 50.
0: I have mine in a, in a bit of an order, but it's definitely wrong. And I, I mean, I don't know. I was thinking about this. It's hard to really like, like quantify how much you like a song. Um, so I tried to keep it in order, but I also was like smattering between different artists, like going back and forth and back and forth, you know.
1: Yeah. So the way I kinda did this was for each artist, I tried to pick a song or two, unless I really like hated the artist, but even like the fray, like you know, their top yeah. two songs made the list. Right. So yeah, so I guess I'll just read these off and again, these are in no particular order. So Dirt Off Your Shoulder, Lion from You. That was a Jay Z Lincoln Park collab. Yep. Too good at raising hell. The Struts still into you, Paramore. It wasn't easy to be happy for you, Lumineers. Highway song, Greta Van Fleet. Thank you for saying goodbye and sawed off shotgun. Glorious Sons. Never too late. Lost in you. Uh, that was Three Days Grace. More than you know. That was off Blink 182. One more time. Bad idea, featuring Chance the Ra- Rapper. Corday. Seven and Seven. Turnpike Troubadours, Nepal. Remember the day. USS. Cable car. How to save a li- and how to save a life. The Fray. Uh, God is Fair, Sexy, Nasty, Everybody, Love, Loss, All, Mac Miller, Hometown and My Blood, 21 Pilots, Fine Again and Broken from Seether, Ho Hey from the Lumineers, Big Easy and Interstate Love Song from Stone Temple Pilots, Stairway to Heaven, Led Zeppelin, Cringe and Hallucinogenics, Matt Mason, Heading South, Zach Bryan, Lucky Tonight, Mr. John Party, Crow and the Butterfly, Second Chance, Shinedown, Misery Business, Paramore, Born and Raised, John Mayer, he did make the list with one song. Good Grief, Learn to Fly, and Everlong, Foo Fighters. TikTok, Kesha, had to throw one Kesha in there. Seven Nation Army, White Stripes, Sweet Disaster, All Washed Out, Misfits T-Shirt, Dreamers. Francis Farmer will have her revenge on Seattle. Penny Royalty, MTV Unplugged, live version, Smells Like Teen Spirit, Nirvana. And then Linkin Park, I mean, I could have chosen like 40 different songs. Sure. but. I went with Shadow of the Day, One Step Closer, Numb, and In the End.
0: A lot of good stuff there, and I like that you pulled from almost every artist, and I think I did the same thing. I at least got one from I think every artist, except for Ed Sheeran maybe. Oh, yeah. I didn't have any Ed Sheeran or Olivia Rodrigo. I got one Olivia Rodrigo. So let me just go through it here. 50 to 1, I Hate Everything About You, Three Days Grace. 49, Save Me, Shine Down. 48, Tear in My Heart, 21 Pilots. 47, Seven Nation Army, uh, White Stripes. 46, RNP, Corday. 45, Black Smoke Rising, Greta. 44, Everything is All Right, Glorious Sons. 43, Your Heart or Mine, John Party. 42, Here It Is, Gravity, John Mayer. 41, Breakdown by Seether. 40, Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin. Uh, 39, Brick by Boring Brick, Paramore. 38, Cold Damn Vampires, Luke, or Zach Bryan. 37, Misfits T-Shirts, Dreamers. 36, Jimmy Sparks by the Lumineers. 35, Night Shift, John Party. 34 is 45 by Shinedown. 33, Monkey Wrench by Foo Fighters. 32, Party on Fifth Ave, and then Knock Knock, both by um, Mac Miller. So that was 32 and 31. 30, Shipwreck, USS. 29, All-American Bitch, Olivia Rodrigo. 28, The Good Life, Three Days Grace. 27, Mama by Glorious Sons. 26, Light My Love, Greta. Uh, 25, Over My Head is uh, The Fray. 24, Heathens, 21 Pilots. 23, Get Happy, uh, Matt Mason. 22, Crazy Kids, Kesha. 21, Icky Thump, uh, White Stripes. 20, Ignorance, Paramore. Uh, 19, and I can't believe you didn't have any of these. Dance With Me, Blink-182. You missed out on those. Uh, Is that 19 or 18? Anyways, I think it's 18, Hot Blood, is Kaleo. 17, Interstate Love Song, Stone Temple Pilots. 16, Every Girl, um, that is the Troubadours. 15, Crawling uh, Lincoln Park. Fourteen, Body Talks, uh, Struts. Thirteen, Heat Above, Greta. Twelve, Sound of Madness by Shinedown. Eleven, Smells Like Teen Spirit, Nirvana. Uh, ten, This Is the Best, USS. Nine, Misery Business, Paramore. Eight, Sawed Off, Shotgun, uh, Glorious Sons. Seven, Arlandria Foo Fighters. Six, Somewhere I Belong, uh, Lincoln Park. Five, Animal I Have Become, three days or three days grace four devil is shinedown three kiss this uh by the struts two trampled underfoot by led zeppelin and one second chance by shinedown i think i covered almost everybody
1: yeah you had a couple like i missed kaleo and i might have even missed the fray so yeah I you, did you
0: i think you had cable car no oh okay yeah no, i did yeah yeah
1: yeah no that was a good list i could have put every song from there and yeah I, I like i love every song that you just listed off so. sure yeah, uh, bottom ten quickly. Do you have it? Oh, I've got it. Yeah. Uh, well, I got f- i have it. I just need to scroll to it. <laughs> All right,
0: you want to go first? Sure. All right. I'm. Um, okay. Uh, ten, peace and quiet. I believe this is by. Kasha. Nine, Caroselombra by led zeppelin eight shadow of a dancer is the fray seven this is why uh by paramore six the theme from the search for everything john mayer five (laughs) robbery this might also be the fray i'm forgetting now uh stationary robbery at four by uss okay yeah you remember that one truly awful (laughs) Three, here's my vessel track, Ode to Sleep by Twenty One Pilots. Oh, yep. Truly awful. Uh, and these next two songs are somehow worse. I detest both of these songs. Two is The Sky is a Neighborhood by, by, <laughs> Foo, <laughs> by Fighters. Foo Fighters. I hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it. And then my number one top shithead song, I can't believe. I, to this day, and I, if we don't have the same song here, I'll be shocked. Drawbar by Linkin Park. <laughs> truly offensive the no i didn't have that tom bringing tom Morello on for a piano track is fucking <laughs> outrageous fuck you for that yeah no i should have uh i should have known that w- that was coming i forgot
1: how much you hated that
0: <laughs> offensive
1: yeah so i had john party smoking a doobie at 10 and then i had dysfunctional you shine down at nine and then number eight, anything off the Foo Fighters metal album? <laughs> <That> <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Dude, that. Dude, I can't believe they did I mean, I get it. I get it. They did it for
0: the movie. But, that, man, that thing sucked. It was bad. It was, it was bad. terrible. I, I couldn't
1: is. even listen to it for preparation for the podcast.
0: Like I gave it one listen and never went back.
1: I listened to, like, half the songs. And I was like, each time I got halfway through a song, <laughs> I was like, no. Like, anything who's do, who's listening <laughs> to this? And then at seven, I had uh, <laughs> USS Stationary Robbery. So yep. you got that there. Yep. Six, I had to throw in a John Mayer one, so I threw in Assassin from... I
0: thought about it. From, I thought uh, about it. Uh, that stupid, Battle Studies. Yes,
1: Battle Studies. All-time terrible album cover Shithead. and album. And then at five, I had The Fighter from The Fray. This was yep, figured the Fray's version of... a uh, of uh, We're going to tell a story about a boxer, and it's yeah. going to be really cool. and It wasn't cool at all. And we're, Not yeah, cool. Exactly. And then at four, I had Wretches and Kings, Linkin Park. Throwing in one from the hunting party there, and then at three, truly detestable. It actually made me take an album off my top ten albums <laughs> list because I saw this song was on here. It's true that we love one another. The White Stripes.
0: Oh yeah, As that's the one where they're they're singing you know back and forth. Jack yeah, White yeah. is my brother. I yeah, lo- yeah. That might, that might be an omission on my part. That's a terrible song.
1: <laughs> yeah, just the fact that. I mean, I mean, I get it. Jack White's a weird dude, and he's trying different things. But it's so but
0: uncomfortable when you know they were married.
1: And it's just so weird. Yeah, not a fan. And then at two, I think this is just a re- recency bias, but Glory by the Glorious Sons.
0: Oh, I yeah, I thought about it.
1: Just because it's the title track of the album, and the album sucks, and the song sucks. So, yeah. And then number one, this was uh, an easy choice for me. This was Dinosaur by Kesha.
0: <laughs> oh, another for omission on my part truly truly awful song she's got a few that you could put in here like wow what the fuck oh for sure see you next tuesday is terrible (laughs) yeah there's a couple others oh peace and quiet was kesha yeah yeah that was a bad one yeah that was a bad one too um all right you want to cut there and come back to it okay oh should i out should i outro or I don't know. Well, I guess Are we going to put this together or are we going to put it in the next one? I don't know. I'll, I'll try I'll, we'll do the outro either way Alright, uh, sounds good um, We're not finished, but I'm out of time here today So uh, we'll come back to this at some point And it'll either be a part two or a continuation of this episode Yeah, um, it'll either be
1: I'll either splice it in and you'll have already heard it Or it'll be on next week's episode
0: Yeah, so this is either episode 40 or 41 Exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, follow us on socials: Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter at Flip the Record. Like, review, subscribe on Apple and Spotify. Thanks for listening. Catch you on the next one.